Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Podcast. It is episode 106, and I know what you guys are thinking. Why is there a pre-recorded message on today's podcast? Well, we had quite the bit of a hiccup in regards to technical difficulties. No surprise there. Uh, we started about 30 minutes late into our live show, and on top of that, we had quite the audio technical difficulties at the beginning of said show fortunately enough we got the show up and running we fixed those problems and we were able to deliver the show uh you know a little bit delayed but we still got it out there so we do want to apologize for that but still regardless of what happened at the beginning i think we had a great wonderful show alongside with returning guest mr brian and of course tonight's co-host christian uh we talked a lot about america we talked a lot about what happened in the game uh, against atlas we previewed and give you guys a pretty good in-depth uh look into what's going to happen in ccl and the match uh, against comunicaciones over there in guatemala and then of course we give you guys the insight on what to expect and what might might happen over in Monterrey on Saturday's match in the Liga MX. So again, I do want to apologize for our technical difficulties uh, for everyone who was watching the live show, unfortunately, uh, and we kind of didn't deliver on that spec. We do hope next week to be a much smoother transition. Uh, but without further ado, I hope you guys do enjoy the episode. Let us know what you think. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitter. And again, thank you so much for your support. Enjoy the podcast. All right, there, we're good, we're good, we're live, we're back. <laughs> oh, man, someone, that was someone definitely take uh, take this podcast away from me. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, unfortunately, we had a continuous technical difficulties, but now we can hear both of our guests today. Uh, Christian returning, as always, live from New York. How are you? Yes, I'm good, Ivan. We went over this Alrighty already. Then. Brian, again, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Um, always, always glad to have you on, man. So Sorry, I had technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> but I am back. Oh, man, this is, um, this is terrible. This is I have just... no idea how I'm going to edit this for everyone that's going to listen on SoundCloud and or iTunes. Honestly, just keep everything in, dude. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get straight into what we were talking about earlier before we realized that this whole mess happened. Christian, I threw to you the question that America needed to get the three points, especially after the result that they had at home uh, against Juarez. How did you feel about uh, Mm -hmm. the result Saturday, knowing that America got the three points but didn't look so spectacular? Right. Like I said previously, um, the first half was not what we wanted, uh, but I think the team responded well in the second half, uh, once again, with good performances by Cordova and Viñas and hopefully these two carry that momentum into tomorrow's match and Saturday's match against um Monterrey. No yeah, definitely, definitely. Um a team that was definitely very lackluster, Brian, how did you take away from this match? Well, like we said in the past, like if these first few games are going to be a good, you know, test for a team that's had so many injuries and the main thing is yeah, they weren't that great and crisp in the first half, but uh, I, you have to like what you what you saw in the second, um, especially with you know two really talented young players uh, linking up at the perfect time. So you know, there's there's hopefully that sparks more from the other players as well. Definitely, 
Definitely. But, I mean, there is still some more things to take away from this match. I think one of the biggest one has to be the highlight of a yet another clean sheet. I think something that Ochoa mm-hmm. in the back line definitely, you know, walk away with kind of, you know, a very proud moment. Of course, though, VAR did get involved in where uh, where Atlas goal, you know, was called back for a foul. Whether, you know, people will think it was soft or not, that, that depends on their own opinion. But, you know, the call stands and the call is made. So, you know, America a bit fortunate in that end, but still... If you know defensively, I think after that there wasn't really any threat from Atlas going forward anymore. So, no, for sure. That was definitely something to highlight. Definitely something to take away. Um, and and I think it was the result that America needed coming into this, knowing that they had to go and travel away to Guatemala, that they had to go and face off against a very good side. We'll talk about them in just a little bit and what America's walking themselves into. Uh, for tomorrow's match, but overall, I think we can take away and give it a a pretty solid score uh, in regards to performance-wise from this team. It wasn't exactly what we were expecting. It wasn't pretty. There was a bit of some rotation in this squad. Um, I, I don't know, Christian. How did you how did you see this uh, this team? I, I know I know we were expecting to see maybe at least uh, Henry start and maybe Vinas come off the bench, mm-hmm. and then we were also thinking right. that Giovanni Santos was going to be featured in this match. Correct. Um, I, I actually was a little bit surprised that he put Vinas to start, only considering that uh, Piojo said that he did come with a little bit of a few knocks, um, you know, from um, from the pre-Olympic tournament with uh, with Uruguay. So that was a little bit surprised there. And uh, Gio was another player, um, even though I don't think um, he he has been playing well in the past couple of matches. I think in this match we saw that you know at times I guess Gio can be uh, vital and can provide that that spark that this offense needs. Um, so it was a little bit strange not seeing him there, but overall, I guess we can be content with the performance of Vinas, uh, who bagged two goals. And safe to say that I think he's uh, he's still in form. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Brian, what's your take on Vinas coming into this America side after having you know a, a pretty okay pre-Olympic qualifying? Uh, um, I mean, what, what what's your take on all of this? Well, he's one of those players that you know the fans definitely wanted to keep their eye on because. He's shown a lot of spark and um, consistency um, leading up to this this tournament. And, you know, when he came back, it was like a little bit of a sigh of relief, you know, because we didn't have much depth. Like even on some of these games, you're looking at the roster and you're like, oh, this is like hopefully nobody gets injured because there's not much left, you know, left there. So when you get somebody like, like Vinas to come back and, you know, even just jump right in, and you know where he left off. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's exciting, and start. I'm starting to think that maybe he's going to be pretty special for for this for this season. And I think it's a, that's the general feeling all around in 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 the fan base and in the club is that this kid is definitely going to be kind of America's go-to striker. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So I mean, excited to see what Venus is able to to do how is he going to be able to capitalize with these opportunities. Um, and I think the great thing about it is that the fact that he isn't scared or, or he isn't, you know, kind of timid in these situations. He, I, I think he actually wants, you know, to be at the center of it all. So, you know, it says a lot about him. It says a lot about what uh, America's being able to produce, not just, you know, within their own canteras, but to have an eye out for this young talent uh, in, in the um, South American market. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's painting good things. Um Christian any other player that you want to highlight besides uh we'll talk about him in a little bit but uh Cordoba 
after, uh, besides him, anyone else? Um, I still think Luis Fuentes is continuing to shine in his role. Um, he's not letting off the gas, uh, the gas pedal, and I think this is a this is a player who really does believe that he deserves to be the the starting left back for for us. And I don't think he plans to give it up anytime soon. Nice, Brian. Any other player? Uh, I mean, he didn't play long, but uh, my dude Martinez got in, and uh, my sofa score was put to good use because I'm one of three followers. And uh, you know what? I actually kind of <laughs> liked what I saw because the kid. The kid didn't back down at all. He he right. he went for it. So uh, definitely want to keep an eye on him. You know, don't don't need to, you know, light him up too much. But uh, there there could be some potential if he gets some more minutes. All right, we'll talk about him. Uh, is he in the Champions League um, roster? The Champions League roster. Um, I don't remember. I want to say yes. Actually, no. You're right. He's not there. You're right. He is he's not, not there. there. Right? Okay. No, he's not. Would have been interesting to see him get a couple minutes in. Uh, away mm -hmm. but uh you know who knows maybe he might get some more minutes in monterrey because of everything that america players are gonna have to go through because we will talk about that in just a little bit it does look like america is gonna go out with uh with with quite the attacking team and uh, that means some of the starters getting uh, potential minutes here in the opening champions league match um now let's talk about the one player that everyone's also been uh you know all over in in regards to this past couple of games sebastian cordoba uh, a player that Christian, you know I I uh, I'm very highly critical about or have been very critical you are. about. Um, very strange. You're strange. Strange, <laughs> not, but I, I think it's just because there was moments in 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 games in which I wanted more from him, and he didn't deliver. Mm -hmm. But I think he's definitely stepping up to the plate, and I think he's that's fair. definitely being the player that you guys definitely talked about. I'm seeing that more and more of him every single time that he's on the pitch. Um, and that's mm -hmm. great. I, I think that's that's good. Christian, we kind of saw him, you know play a little bit more in the center attacking mid role, something that you definitely wanted to see from him. Um, at times, kind of, you know, interchange positions with Ibargüen, uh, since Ibargüen does. Right. I don't know why he likes to be the camp sometimes, but Ibargüen wants to be in that position, so they he inter-switched with Cordova. Um, <clears throat> but overall, a good performance. I mean, he, he got the assist to, to being a second goal. He had that great... Um, that great moment in which he, he, you know, broke the 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 Atlas's defender's hips, and mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, overall, a solid performance. Uh, Brian, how how would you, you know, categorize uh, Cordoba? Uh, as a very important player, you know, close to crucial um, when he's playing like this, right. and like if you look at the assist, if he passes that a little bit earlier, I, I don't think that's a, that's going to be scored. It, it's a it's a beautiful pass, and you're seeing a player finally feel comfortable with him with himself in this you know in this in these moments, and you know he's, he he gets whether it's a starter being brought on. I, I think he's a he's going to be an important piece to this this roster. So now here's my question to you guys, to the both of you: Is do you see Cordoba as a uh, as a definite starter for this America side, or do you think he still has a little bit more? I see him as a starter. Yeah, for the if as long as it's a it's a, a league game or an important, I think you gotta find him on on the, on the pitch. Okay, mm -hmm. so if if we were to say that America was playing a very crucial knockout match, and you had to pick whether Cordoba starts or sits the bench, you you guys think that he's cap he's capable and he's definitely up to uh to to being in that starting position to to make a difference yeah. in this team. 
Yes. Yeah, for sure. Is like I said, as long as he's looking like he did the other day. Correct. Interesting. And and I do bring that up because it, it, that's the one thing that I did heavily criticize Cordova was that he didn't have that consistency of being that kind of. Uh, you know, important, crucial player for America. In matches where he definitely showed it, there was other prime examples in which we needed him to show it, and he didn't. One perfect example was mm -hmm. not that long ago in the Monterrey final in the first leg. Gets his, gets that red card. Mm -hmm. Track back a little bit more. You wanted to see a little bit more from this kid in a game against Atlanta United in that, uh, you know, in that final. And I didn't think we saw. Yeah, I, mean, cup, I didn't yep. think I see, saw enough mm -hmm. from Cordoba. So I think maybe he's learned from all of those past experiences, and hopefully, finally, we'll see him actually blossom into the player that everyone keeps uh, keeps saying that he is. Absolutely. All righty then. Well, uh, anything else to add on? America wins two zero against Atlas. Uh, a very good Atlas side, to be honest. Uh, they they definitely gave America mm -hmm. a fight. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, they were, you weren't in the clear. I mean, till the, the whistle was blown. So, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a pushover game. Definitely was not. Like we mentioned already, uh, America walks away with a clean sheet, all three points. Uh, you know, for those of you counting, uh, that means Ochoa is, is on on top of most saves and most clean sheets so far in this tournament. So, just kind of making that clarification because uh, someone here definitely thinks there's another goalkeeper out there much better than Ochoa in the league. Isn't that right, Brian? These are all just jokes. I didn't mean really mean anything <laughs> I said. Please, please hold it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, just quickly to jump on that, uh, good to see that because I think it's definitely grows in, in confidence for, for Memo, for the defense. Um, it's, it's just good because it's yeah, something we've sure. criticized so much about Christian is this defense not being able to hold down a result not saying that this defense looks any better than they did a year ago. I think they're just making, you know, better decisions here and there when, when it comes to, right. you know, stepping or clearing. Um, mm. So hopefully we'll, we'll get to see more of that for, for America. So far, they stay. Uh, America stands as the best defensive team in the league. So Yes, sir. That is correct. Only four goals allowed. Only four goals allowed. And what that Juarez game would have been different if America had all mm, yes. 11 players. Well, let's not dwell too much into the past, and let's try to look into the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Champions League is back. And no, I'm not talking about that, you know, old tournament out in Europe. I'm talking about the one here in CONCACAF, <laughs> the one that's important, the one that's seen America play yet again. <laughs> gentlemen, how do we feel? CCL's back. Do you guys have that fever yet, or, or, or is your itch still not here? I'm infected. I am. <laughs> I'm blown away, man. I can't, I can't wait till tomorrow comes. Uh, obviously, CCL is back. That means uh, a lot of talk has been going on around this week. And I think America has definitely kind of, you know, skewed away from it because they're kind of not at the center of it as it is not. Uh, they're not going up against uh, a, a kind, you know, I guess a higher caliber team. No disrespect to the Guatemalan side, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, obviously, the... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, obviously the picture that has been painted this whole week is Liga MX versus MLS. And until America sees one of those matches, which could potentially be uh, in the next round when uh, whenever America yes. does eventually, if they can advance, and if Atlanta United can do the same, it looks like America will be going back down to Atlanta. But uh, so far, America needs to take care of business starting tomorrow. 
and the team travel today at Guatemala. Christian, this is, a, this is something that we talked about in last week's episode, right before we even podcasted. And we had ourselves quite the theory that America was definitely going to rest some of these players. America was not going to travel with a full, uh, a, a full studded squad. And uh, to, you know, to to our knowledge, it looks like America traveled with every single player that uh, that was on that roster, uh, big names included. Yes. And it looks like America is going out with a very strong team, as uh, reports indicate that, you know, we'll see some of the starters get minutes away at Guatemala. Brian, um, is, is this a game that uh, a lot of people right off the bat would have written America to be the f- clear favorites and are the clear favorites, but it... It doesn't seem like this Guatemalan side is no pushover whatsoever. Well, like we just saw recently with Cruz Azul, you, whether you're the favorite or not, you still got to play the game. Um, and being the, the, the fact that they're going to be on the road, uh, there's going to be some you know, motivation um, for the home team. So I, for me, I mean, yeah, I still think America is the favorite. And I, I think that's why Piojo is taking this, you know, a, a more – you know, front-loaded squad um, to to basically come back home with, you know, some comfort, and maybe maybe that's when you start seeing younger players get their get their you know taste in the second leg if they can get, you know, something you know um, a goal or I mean, maybe two goals, um, but again, you can't think like that. You have to you have to play straight up and uh, take them head on because you, they're going to be motivated, especially in the in the in this first half like we saw with the uh, Cruz Azul game. No, yeah, definitely. It, it's uh, it, it's definitely going to be a game in which America needs to kind of, you know, just go out there and take care of business. They can't play to say, yeah, we're we're definitely going to win. Whether whether we get a result here or not, we're taking it home, and that should be more than enough. Like, I, I don't think that's, that's mm-hmm. how it works, nor, nor should it work like that. Like you said, America needs to go out, get a result, get at least a goal or two kind of, you know, cushion themselves a little bit so that way they can walk into the second knowing okay we have quite the lead let's just go out there and play our game and not have to worry about the rival um and you know that just opens up a lot more you know channels for them to kind of exploit and everything but first america like we mentioned needs to take care of business uh tomorrow in guatemala now christian um this was uh this is a game that america comes into as you know pretty decent form i mean our last three games have definitely been victories we haven't looked at our best though that's that's definitely saying something they have been scrappy results right. at times but three wins is three wins and i think america is definitely going to kind of pry and, and, and pull from that in in momentum and motivation but this guatemalan side doesn't come off in a bad side either they're right now top of the table in their own league you know they're the second they're the second highest goal scoring team as well so in a way it kind of looks like it's you know one of the one of the better goal, uh, scoring teams against one of the better defensive teams in their both you know in their leagues uh you know how do you think america should approach this game uh just take it with you know be as serious as you as you can be. Like Brian mentioned, you know, I think Cruz Azul, one of the mistakes they did, I think they were just overconfident against this Portmore United team. And, you know, you saw you saw what could happen, you know, 0-0, you know, dwindles on throughout the game and then out of nowhere the opponent scores and now you're you're left, you know, kind of kind of hoping and praying for for a goal to be scored on your side. So I think America from minute one needs to, you know, set the game plan, set the tempo and kind of get this game kind of over with, I guess, in the first half, if possible. And I think that's that's going to be one of the main keys to success for tomorrow. Definitely. And talking about keys to success, success is exactly what starting 11 is Bill Cordero going to put out there. I think the 
only real indication that we know is that Oscar Jimenez is definitely going to be the starting goalkeeper. But aside from that, it's, you know, you and I both thought that this was going to be a very rotational squad, that it was going to be a very America B-sided team. But as of late, it, it sounds like some of these starters are definitely going to go out there, get some minutes, and potentially, you know, maybe even play a full 90. Right, yeah. So um, I guess I'll just read off what I think I what I think we're gonna see. Um, you said it first. Uh, I think Oscar Jimenez will be in that. I'll have Paul Aguilar, Jared Ortega, Emma Aguilera, and Jorge Sanchez. Uh, in the midfield, I will have Oso Gonzalez and Santi Cáceres. On one wing, I'll have Escobosa, and the other Ibarguen, and up top we'll have Gio and Henry. Gio and Henry. Brian, how does that formation sound to you? How does that starting eleven sound? It sounds. I mean, at least good good to me. I mean, those are all experienced players. Um, you would hope that with that lineup, with the experience, and maybe tying back to like, uh, you know, how we were saying like Vinyas is playing really good. You kind of maybe want to see some fire under the veterans, like a Geo. Um, maybe to piggyback that momentum, you know, Vinyas has brought in in Cordova. So it's tight. You know, this is this is why. You, you have to rotate in these games, so when you get the shot, you got to step up. So, uh, yeah, I actually like that lineup. I think it's going to work out well. Awesome, awesome. And yeah, look, I know you mentioned Gio, but I think Henry's got a lot to prove in this game. Like you mm -hmm. mentioned, Vinas yes. is there taking his spot already in one match. I think he already merits to start over Henry just because of those two goals and how well he's looking. Um, you know, Henry's had the opportunity. You know, what three, four games, and he's only been able to net one mm -hmm. goal. Um, right, and, I, and unfortunately there was that that water. Yeah, game yeah, too, which, which maybe would have been different. Maybe Henry would have had three goals already in the season because of that game. Mm -hmm. You know, you never yeah. know. But as things stand, Henry has to live with the uh, you know with the consequences of him not being able to put the ball in the back of the net. He's had some of some of these chances, haven't really capitalized on them. Now, can he be the kind of striker? that we need him to be in this competition. And who knows, maybe that can, you know, elevate him to go and be the starter over in, in the league. Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely something yeah, that Henry this is, has to carry. This is a big potential. This is, a, this is a, a big moment. I mean, not, not you know, not as not a make or break, but it's still a big moment nonetheless. Yeah, no, I, I think Henry has to come out here with all the intentions to go out there and bag himself a hat trick, you know? That's what he has mm -hmm. to come out with, in, with that intention, with that drive, with that hunger. And I honestly do hope we get to see that from him because can you imagine having Henry and Vinas in form battling it out for four for minutes in, in the starting position? I, you know, that I think that's Pio Carreras' dream, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, or maybe, maybe at one point see him together. Maybe. Also, another dream of Pio I would imagine, is him meeting Cowboy Dan one of these days. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. That's everyone's dream. That is everyone's dream. We're gonna have a meet and greet with Cowboy Dan when once his recovery from his uh from his hamstring. But um, Guatemala not gonna be easy. Uh, you know, we've seen America struggle in kind of you know different environments that they're not used to. I mean, you saw how sometimes these games would get complicated at down at Veracruz, you know, because of the humidity, because of everything. Sure. Uh, you guys think that this is. This is definitely going to be a role that that plays in in favor of the Guatemalan side, and you think that America might actually struggle with this. I mean, to a certain degree, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't think it should have that much of you know of a huge impact. But you know, we'll we'll definitely see a few rough patches tomorrow, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I, I mean, there's going to be a lot of factors in this game. How's the pitch? How's the environment? Um, but I think it's the mental game overall. Uh, I mean, even when we look at that, that thing was Campione's Cup where they played Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, I, I felt like they should have won that game, and they came in pretty sloppy and lazy. And Atlanta took advantage of it, um, and that's why I want to play Atlanta again. Uh, but other than that, uh, I mean, your your mental state has to be, you know, what's in front of you. And, and the, yeah, like I said, if you get a two goal, three goal win, which would be great. Yeah, you can start. You know, if you're peel hole, you can start thinking about younger players in the next leg. But uh, no, I mean, for for the players and everything else, you, it's what's 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 happening in this game. Um, so hopefully, their their mindset is is on is on point. Yeah, they definitely have to be on par with with what uh, what's going to be required of them. The expectation of them really is that America should go in and walk away with a very very good result. You know, we're talking about two three goals mm-hmm. advantage. You know, nothing enough said in that in that situation. Will they get it? Will they get right. the job done? That's going to be up to them, and we're definitely going to see tomorrow, which should be interesting. Now that game is going to be live via Tudene at seven p.m. Pacific time. 9 Central, 10 Eastern. So if you guys, uh, for whatever reason, got class or, um, you know, work or whatever, you guys can follow all the live action over on Twitter at America US or over on Instagram at America underscore US. We'll have to keep you guys up to date with everything in regards to that CONCACAF Champions League game. Should be very, very interesting. Now, gentlemen, I throw it to you, Christian, first. Give me your prediction for the game tomorrow. Tomorrow, America wins three nothing. Three nothing. Wow, look at that, Brian. Give me your prediction. I think it's going to be a little bit of a scrappy game, and I think um, if there, if there's not a goal early for America, um, I think we're going to start seeing players float wide, uh, send in crosses, and maybe get lazy. But I think or run out, of, run out of ideas, I should say. Maybe not lazy, but I, I think they can get away with a 2-0. 2-0 result. That is exactly what I was going to go with. But just because I don't want to sound very redundant, just like Brian, I'm going to go and be a little bit more optimistic than I have been in the entire season of this podcast. I'm going to America 4-0. Wow. <laughs> the 4-0 is back. Beautiful. I like that. Uh I'd absolutely accept that. I result. think we all Same. would accept that. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Uh, this game does promise for that to happen if America can get their homework done right. Um, it, I think Piojo's had some video on this team, has some idea of how this team plays, and I think it's going to be up to him whether or not he can tactically, you know, unfold his team so that they can go out there and get said result. You know, so a lot of it, a lot of eyes on Piojo as well of whether or not he can take care of this uh, Guatemalan side. And I should also say, and this is not like pointing fingers at officiating, but you have to wonder, will there be a little bit of leeway for a physical game? Because like we've seen, that's one way to slow down a bigger team is to get physical with them. So will we see, a, you know, will we see hard fouls early or will the refs, you know, be stern and give a yellow? Like I said, like I can't predict that's going to happen, but, you know, we have seen that in the past with these with these tournaments. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Very good point. Very interesting. Um, but that's, that's, that's going to be the first leg. And the reason why we were so skeptical, skeptical about America going with some of these starters and with flying with, a, a you know, a full roster is because Christian, we have Monterrey in just a couple of days right after that. And 
yes, Monterrey is in the bottom of the league right now. They haven't won a game just Three points. yet. They are definitely suffering of campionitis big time. But it's still Monterrey, and whenever a team like that goes up against America, it looks like they've completely forgotten the rut that they are in and start playing at a different level. Do you guys think seeing players like Aguilera, like Paola Aguilar, like, you know, potentially Oso and Henry and Gio and Ibargüen, these kind of starting 11 players that you guys would expect to be out on the pitch against Monterrey, do you guys think it might be a bit of a mistake to have them out on Wednesday? Mm, not necessarily. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who was gonna go, but no, go I mean, go yeah. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, um, yeah. No, I, I don't think so. Um, but um, but I will say this though. I I hope that they don't, you know, kind of are obligated to to be, you know, so so worked uh, for tomorrow because then you know injuries can start happening and stuff like that. So. Um, as long as I think America does their homework tomorrow and tries to get out of there, uh, you know, as clean as possible, I think we should be fine. Right. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I think um, the reason why you take uh, players like that is I think you want to start getting them uh, game ready. Uh, again, America's favored in this. And if it can be a comfortable win, then – you know, you get the victory, you get the you got you got the confidence and the ball rolling for what happens. You know, several days later, um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Monterrey plays Wednesday also in a in, in Copa Mekis. Copa, uh, Copa yes. Mekis. So, I mean, they're they've got what you know something on on their plate too. It's kind of like this is the, this is the hectic part of the season. So I'm not really shocked we'll be seeing strong players. It's just you know. There is, you know, those risks that come with that too. But if you're trying to also take this tournament serious, you, you got to handle business too. So interesting. That's why I think, yeah. Now, the only player that I guess we know will be fully rested for the Monterrey game is going to be Ochoa, since I think we've all mm -hmm. expected Jimenez to, to start in net for this game. So now let me ask you guys this question as my microphone is falling is over. This, is, this a, is this a scandal? Is this a scandal? Is this going to be Jimenez winning over the spot? That is what I was going at. Because <laughs> let's say America advances. Let's say Atlanta United advances. Who starts in goal for that game? I think you put a Ochoa in goal. Brian? Yeah, I mean, I would <laughs> I'd be shocked if he wasn't in, in goal because... <laughs> Uh, because well, you know, two reasons. One, they they lost that one-off game thing uh, last year, and uh, with MLS, Piojo has had pretty a pretty rough go. I, I think he's going to want to actually put his foot down and, and get a good result against an MLS team, which is not a bad team and has a huge fan base like Atlanta. So I think you're going to see a strong America playing Atlanta, and, and that's got to be Ochoa too, because I don't. There ain't no scandal. I think the people are just trying to look for clicks and views when they when they say stuff like that. Definitely. It would have been great to, to have you on last week when me and Christian were breaking down said scandals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's plenty of them, and we'll always see them. That's how Mexican soccer works and its media. Uh, but no, I, I mean, you got Ochoa. He's playing good. Jimenez is going to get his reps in, so there, there's nothing to worry about there. 
Interesting. Alrighty then. Well, it's just a, a question I wanted to pose because I, I just thought it'd be <laughs> interesting because, you know, Piojo came out in Ochoa's defense and said, you know what, you know, I did tell Memo that we were going to alternate in the ter- in the in in the Conca Champions, and you know, my question is how much alternations is there going to be whenever you do have to come up against a big opponent like, um, uh, you you know, like an Atlanta United or you know. Whoever down the line makes it, you know, further. Um, but I guess this all goes back to kind of maybe when Moy was playing with America, and you had he, um, mm-hmm. you had uh, Hugo Gonzalez as kind of his underling. Is that you know Hugo started the Conca Champions games, and then but once America started getting deeper into the competition, it was you know Moy for the more kind of bigger games. Right. So. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, it, let's say, let's say hypothetically, America plays the first leg against Atlanta, let's say hypothetically, and they win what, big. Maybe, let's say they win a 3-0. You might see Jimenez in the, in the second. You know, I think he's actually planning on rotating depending on results. So this will be result, you know, result-heavy, you know, scheme moving forward. Oh, yeah. Definitely interesting, interesting. Well, that is your guys' news on CONCACAF Champions League. We'll have much more to talk about in the uh, in, in the next week's episode, which we promise will not have this much technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> and we'll have to wait and see what America does. Hopefully, they can get, uh, get the job done, get the homework done by tomorrow. Hopefully, that way we can start thinking about a very, very much younger start 11, as Brian kind of alluded to, whether or not the result falls in America's favor, uh, because I think that would be a perfect opportunity to give the likes of, like, you know, Chucho Lopez ago, some of the youngsters, you know, obviously Jared Ortega might start this game, but, you know, see him go back to back and not have to worry so much would be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, that is CONCACAF Champions League. Gentlemen, move on to the last segment. I know this is going to be a little bit more difficult to talk about just because we haven't seen what happens in Guatemala, but America versus Monterrey, a game that I guess could be called, you know, the uh, eternal rematch for America since they've lost that game at... Uh, in the Estadio Monterrey, uh, in the final, this is kind of a little bit of an opportunity to get justice. I don't, I don't look at it like that because, of course, in order to do so, you have to see them again in the final. Um, but you know, I'm, do you guys think America walks into this game as favorites? Um, I think they do, just based, I guess, on recent form. But I think you mentioned earlier, Ivan, uh, you know, this is still Monterrey. This is still, you know, one of the best squads in North America. So we can't not let that, you know, pass our minds. Even though they are in a rough patch, you know, they could, you know, every any team that plays America just turns into, into Real Madrid or Barcelona, right? So mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think America just needs to be at, their, at the top of their game. And, you know, it's not going to be an easy one, no matter what position they are on the table. No, yeah, Brian, I think Christian makes a good point. I, I don't think I ever saw Veracruz play any better than when they played against America. Do you think we're going to see that kind of same mm-hmm. uh, effect when Monterrey does come up against us? Oh, yeah, absolutely, because um, these these teams were in the finals. So uh, they they know what it means, and this, the form can go out the window. And this whole, you know, whether people think it's going to be a revenge game or, you know, it, it's not because uh, – you play the a team twice twice a year. What matters is the playoff. So, you know, when you're in Legia, you that's when you that, those are the those are the revenge games. Uh, you know, so game by game, and as we said, like even when I was on previously, 
you got to get you got to get a um, result against Puebla. You got to get a result against Atlas, and uh, you know build from there. This is a game where hey, like a draw would still be a good result, and you just got to wait till your team is clicking, you know, when it needs to be. Because Monterrey is still a talented team, so let's not let's not chuck anything out the window. That this is going to be a difficult game, regardless. Yeah, and it's a stadium that has not been in America's favor for quite some time now, ever since he opened it. Mm -hmm. It's always been a very difficult <laughs> area for us to go into. Um, so, but right. I think, you know, with everything, with all the signs pointing, I think this is the one time uh, America is going to walk into that stadium. And I've actually had a good feeling of America walking away with a win, not just a result, because sometimes a result for me would have been a draw. But I think now mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more optimistic about America getting all three points on, on, on this game. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't know how you see it, Christian. I, I know this is kind of a bit of a, a, a hard one, but what starting eleven would you put up against Monterrey, or what would you think Piojo would put? Um, I think he'd go out with Ochoa in net. Um, the usual back four: Paula Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Emma Aguilera, Luis Fuentes. Uh, in the midfield: Richard Sanchez, Oso Gonzalez. On one side, Cordoba. On the other side, Leo Suarez. And actually, I think he would go with Vinas and Henry up top. Interesting. You think Henry has a good enough match against Comunicaciones that he goes up and pairs up with Viñas? I think he does. And you know what? That was the that was the the, the partnership that was kind of you know blossoming for America in the Liga. So it would make sense for you know Piojo to want to actually capitalize on that and see how this partnership could nourish and grow into something hopefully epic for America. You know. I don't think right. we have. Mm -hmm. I don't think America has had a very good partnership duo up top in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. So, um, I, I dare to say, when was the last good one? Maybe Chucho and Jimenez. Chucho and Jimenez. I mean, you could probably say that. Ah, that, uh, that was good times. Those were really good times. Yeah, those were great times. Those were great times. And then, of course, you know, America transitioned into the one forward. Uh, and things mm -hmm. just haven't been the same since then. But who knows? Maybe we, maybe right, so we, this might be the rebirth. This might be who the knows? rebirth. There you go, Christian. Might be the rebirth. Well, that game's gonna be on Saturday at uh, seven p.m. Pacific time, nine Central, ten Eastern. Um, you guys looking forward to that game? You guys can catch it on TUDN. No, excuse me, not TUDN. Fox Deportes. No. Yeah. Let's catch that on yeah. Fox Deportes. I'm excited for that one. Almost made a slip right there. Um, Brian, if you were a betting man, who? Where would you put your money on in regards to... Which the, I am. <laughs> which you are. Where would you put your money on, not just on Saturday's game against Monterrey, but tomorrow's game as well? I, I would have to have America favored by two. By tomorrow. two tomorrow, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's even when it comes to Saturday. Um, I, I know that Monterrey is, again, they're not getting results, but... Man, it's just hard to it's so hard to gauge right now. Like even making picks on who's gonna win or lose, like uh, this is such a strange part of the season. So I think I think it's almost like even heading into Saturday. No, yeah, definitely. You know what the interesting thing is though, Google has a lot of faith in Monterrey. Google is saying that Monterrey have a forty six percent chance of winning, the twenty seven percent chance of a draw, and a twenty seven percent chance of America walking away with a victory. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's also you know a little bit of uh you know, recognizing home home field also. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Google obviously does not know that Monterrey has yet to secure themselves a victory at home. So, Google, <laughs> what you doing? Um, yeah, get get up. Come, come on. on, get up, get up to date. 
Um, but yeah, uh, America so far right now sit pretty in second place. Who would have thought with everything that surrounded the team that six games in, America is sitting uh, second place, the best defensive team in the league. And if that freakish accident of that Juarez game doesn't happen, could be even sitting in first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we still have a chance to if Puma slip up, but, you know. By the way, they're in being, which Who would have thought, though? I think very, very peculiar. Um, yes. <laughs> very odd. <laughs> I uh, agree. But, yeah, America, second place. Uh, you know, th- it hasn't been pretty by any means. And th- I think there's been an argument that America still has yet to find uh, a, a, a play style. Sometimes it feels very long ball mm-hmm. united. Sometimes it feels very choppy. Sometimes it feels like, you know what? We're chucking a Hail Mary in the 28th minute of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, it seems all over the place. It seems all over the wall, but somehow it's all gelled together to give us what we have in front of us. Four matches w- right. that have been won, one drawn, one loss. Um, still, I mean, credit to Piojo because I think he's been able to manage with uh, with everything that's been surrounding this team and been able to get something going. So kudos to him. Uh, gentlemen, mm-hmm. your prediction for Sunday. Who we'll plays Sunday? Sorry, not Sunday. Saturday. I, I keep thinking that Monterrey <laughs> America is on on Sunday, but no. Go ahead. Give me a prediction for Saturday's game uh, at uh, at Monterrey. Two one America. Two one America. All right, Brian. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a crazy three three. Three three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we just went from being the <laughs> wow. best defensive team in the league to now conceding three <laughs> again. <laughs> to give it. It's the Mexican the last place Monterrey. Yeah, it's the Mexican league. Nothing's predictable. Yep, anything can happen, true. right? I think that's. I, I think that should just be the slogan. Uh, everyone says it. You just might as well just be true to its to its name, Liga Mekis. Anything mm-hmm. can happen. I, I would like to point out one thing though, and I, I forgot to mention Suarez. I want to see a little bit more from him. He's got a lot of the technical ability, but I've noticed he's been playing rushed, and I wonder if that's like a pressure thing on him mentally because I think he could be a key factor in this game. If he slows slows down a bit, um, you know, is a little more thought out because he could be a very good uh, asset in this game. You know what? Interesting because we had this kind of uh, argument last week on the podcast, me and Christian, and Christian actually thought that he played a bit too slow. What I meant, what I meant was uh, he plays kind of like uh, I wouldn't say panic. Yeah, I was going to say a little bit of like, desperado, but yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, a, I meant just more calculated word. in his yes. uh, plays. Not not slow. Isn't I meant just you know, just think it out. Don't have to take a turn and rip from twenty six. Like you, you've got yeah. the technical ability. Link up with somebody. Maybe you'll get your shot. Um, you know and that. I way. think this all has to do with him still having to adjust to the team and and his and his you know teammates and saying, okay, you make this run and you make this. I mean, you can practice all this all day long in the out on the training pitch but inside the stadium when you're playing a game I, I think it's completely different and I think we will see the best of Leo right. Suarez with a little bit more time because let's face it he needs to find a way to make it so that we don't remember that there's a Renato Ibarra out injured mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so interesting to see what Leo Suarez is able to produce for us but um, Brian going with a 3-3 three, three, uh, draw <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if my little heart could take that um, but, uh, I'm going with a little bit more of conservative results. I still feel optimistic that America can get those three points. So I'm going one zero. 
right. Uh, that's that's possible I'm, too. I'm going one zero. I you know I'm I'm confident that the team can get something. It's not going to be pretty, and it's going to be very scrappy. Uh, the, the way we score that goal, and I know I know for a fact that we're going to suffer for the last 15 minutes as Monterrey is just going to bombard us with attacks. Um, mm-hmm. and at, uh, there's going to be a red card as well. There's going to be a red card as well. That's another thing too. Is like you, we we got to play clean. We got <laughs> we got to stay disciplined. Let's hope that red card is for Monterrey. <laughs> Yes, yes. I mean, I'm down. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. fine. So we'll have to wait and see. But um, alrighty then. There's your guys' uh, game prediction for uh, this game against Monterrey. Again, if you guys for some reason cannot watch this game over on Twitter, you guys can follow all the action live uh, at the Sacramento US, at the Sacramento underscore US over on uh, Instagram. Uh, Brian, where is your Twitter? So we can uh, definitely go and, and get that going. Yeah, uh, at Brian RMW. Uh, so check out, you know, there I might put up some clips, whether they be funny moments in the game, goals, assists, missed chances, whatever. Uh, so check me out there. Definitely give him a go. Um, always love some of the videos that you put out of Ochoa. I, I always tend to retweet them and try <laughs> to emulate them in my Sunday League games. They never actually come to fruition. There you go. But. Uh, there you go. Yeah, give this man a follow, and uh, he's he's definitely going to have you guys covered with all things, whether they're goals, reactions, great Piojo uh, moments. Moments or technical difficulties yeah. or, you know, whatever. Everything and anything. He will get you guys covered. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this podcast up? No. Just a shout-out to uh, the Holy Flock also. They've been uh, – Asking for a shout-out, so shout-out to all the guys there because I know Ivan's going to join us on the pro clubs on FIFA there, so shout-out to them and uh, anyone else who's been following for a long time. So uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, oh, guys. Yeah, definitely. Shout-out to the Holy Flock. Shout-out to all of you guys out there. Uh, thank you for welcoming me, welcoming me with open arms and uh, hope to be uh, hope to be the Vinas of your guys' pro clubs, you know? Absolutely. I don't think I don't think you guys want Ivan to play with you. <laughs> hey, I've I've had my trials, all right. I've had my trials, and so far so good. Yeah, yeah there we go. Alrighty then. Well, uh, Christian, anything else before we wrap it up? Nah, man. Just thank you. It's you know favorite time of the favorite week. Favorite time of the week. Alrighty there then. We go. Thank you to every single one of you guys that joined us. So we want to apologize. I mainly just me apologize for all the technical difficulties we had, not just <laughs> from the beginning of the podcast, but prior to that, it was a complete, complete mess. Uh, I do extend my apologies, but thank you so much for joining us. For those of you listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Spotify, this may not make a lot of sense, but I will try to give you guys <laughs> a, an insight of on what happened. Uh, but without further ado, thank you again for joining us. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week over here and, uh, hopefully less technical difficulties as mentioned. Uh, Brian, as always, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. We absolutely love you having you on here and, uh, to everyone out there, make sure you guys do use the hashtag Fuerza, uh, Cowboy Dan as he, as we wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. Uh, Brian, I know they couldn't hear you at the beginning of the podcast, but you had a great, great, uh, um, Advice for our cowboy who is uh, out on injury. What exactly? What is it that your expertise is uh, telling you to to tell him? Yeah. So uh, you asked me, uh, is there any recommendations supplement wise or whatever? And I said, uh, at this juncture, it's looking grim. So get your uh, affairs in order, and uh, we'll just go from there. So. You know, we wish you the best. <laughs> we definitely do wish you the best, Dylan. All right, then, to everyone, have yourself a wonderful night. We'll be in contact. Don't forget, uh, we'll see you guys over on Twitter, and uh, see you guys next week. And until next